This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. Trying to keep the grid up has been very challenging these past three weeks. BC Hydro crews were constantly on call throughout the region between Christmas Eve and January 9th, repairing power outages caused by falling trees and snow-encrusted power lines. Sub-zero temperatures meant skyrocketing heating bills. When John Sprungman recently asked why his lights were flickering, a BC Hydro crew technician informed him that Cortez Island is trying to draw more power than the infrastructure on Cortez can handle. BC set a new record for peak electricity demand between 5 and 6 p.m. on December 27, 2021. The good news is that we can handle it, said Carla Lowers from BC Hydro Media Relations. Our system is not at capacity from a provincial perspective. We actually have electricity to spare and anticipate that we'll be in the situation for the next number of years. So we can meet that demand. And locally as well, the feeder that provides electrical service to Cortez Island isn't at capacity. So it, it does allow us to meet the demands that are put on the system. Cortez is actually pretty unique from the perspective that you're served from a substation that's in Powell River. So the electricity circuit travels about 35 kilometers on that mainland side before it goes underground to submarine cables to travel to Cortez. So if the trouble or the problem that's causing the outage on Cortez is on that Powell River side, it's our Powell River crews that are responding to that trouble. If the trouble is on Cortez Island, it's our Campbell River crews that respond to that trouble. So there's two different sets of BC Hydro district crews responding from two separate BC Hydro offices that uh, respond to trouble that could impact Cortez Island. So in the most recent power outage that Cortez had, before the Campbell River crews made it to Cortez Island, the Powell River crews were out taking a tree off of a line in the Powell River area. So both of those crews did work to restore power to Cortez, but generally speaking, the majority of the trouble is on Cortez, so it is our Campbell River crews that respond. We do have a facility on Cortez Island that houses two vehicles, a small bucket truck, as well as an SUV and some equipment. So if we can't get there using BC ferries, we can get there via air. We've used float planes and helicopters in the past, and also a crew boat. A lot of the impact that we see on Cortez is caused by wind. Most recently, it was that snow and freezing rain event, but wind really is the main culprit with the adverse impacts to trees that result in outages. So often that means that the BC ferries aren't sailing. So we have to rely on those other means to get there. Generally speaking, our crews don't travel to Cortez Island in the middle of the night. They'll wait till first light to use those other means to get there. But when your power is restored in the middle of the light, it could very well likely be that the impact was on the Powell River side. Recently, we did overnight in Cortez so that we could make the most of the crew's time that were there. So how our crews work is that they're limited to work a 16-hour shift. And following that 16-hour shift, they need to have eight hours of rest time before they can go out and work again. And, and that's, a, that's a safety requirement. There's certainly 
a job that involves some risk, so they need to be well rested. We've stayed at lots of different places on Cortez Island, motels, bed and breakfasts. One of the things that crews really like to have is a warm bed <laughs> to lay their head down on. Sometimes that's a problem when the power's out on the entire island. We would like it to require a place that had an alternative energy supply, a generator, or an alternate heat source. In regards to food, the crews like to head off on their day uh, with a warm breakfast. So sometimes we're really limited in regards to our ability to stay on the island because some of those resources aren't available. I'll put it out there to the community that if they have the means to provide those to our crews, I welcome them sending me an email and I can put them in contact with the Campbell River line manager so that we can make those connections to make it easier for our crews to, to stay over on Cortez when they need to, because it certainly helps them with their restoration times if they can overnight there and then wake up and start work right away without another travel. So you can send myself an email. It's carla.lowers at bchydro.com, K-A-R-L-A L-O-U-W-E-R-S at bchydro.com. And I'll pass that information along to our line manager to connect. Now, over to capacity. We know that on Cortez, the lines went in around 19, early 1970s. Are we looking at the same lines? And we know that we're using a lot more electricity. We know we're using a lot more internet. Does internet even affect? Do things like Netflix affect hydro? So electronics is about 10% of your energy bill. The biggest component of your energy bill are electrical heating and water heating. So those are the big residential draws of power, but commercial and industrial power use can easily surpass the residents, depending on what the activity is. Larger equipment, larger machines are often the really big draw. So Cortez Island is served from the substation at Powell River. The electrical circuit travels about 35 kilometers before it goes underground to those submarine cables that you mentioned. They're about four kilometers in length. And I'm sorry, Roy, but I, I actually don't know if we've replaced them since their installation. I do know that we have done maintenance relatively recently on them in approximately about 2011 to 2013. Cortez Islanders um, might remember a series of planned outages around that time. And there was a few of them were related to maintenance on the submarine cables. We had specialized contractors that had traveled from the United States along with our cable crews. And as simply as I can understand it, they were injecting oil into the terminations of those submarine cables to extend and maintain the life of them. So they certainly haven't been replaced recently. We have made upgrades to the Cortez system. Most recently, we've installed automatic switches called reclosers. What those reclosers do is they let us operate the system remotely. And the hopes is that they operate effectively and help us improve reliability. So a way that they're used is if a tree branch falls on a line, which is not uncommon to happen on Cortez Island, it causes a fault that knocks out power, but then it falls off. That fault is no longer on our power line, but power is out. 
Previously, our crews would have to respond. So they'd have to travel from the Campbell River office to Cortez Island. They would not find a fault, so they would re-energize it. What reclosures allow us to do, and they're automatically set up to do this, is after a few seconds, they will try to re-energize that line automatically. So you may see little blips in your system when reclosers are at work. The lights flick off for just a few seconds before they go back on. It protects customers upstream of the faults as well. So there's two ways that they impact the reliability. It'll isolate the outage area or it'll try to restore it in the event that uh, tree branch or lightning is even another example of a momentary fault that can cause an outage on the line. So there's three newer installed in the last five years were closers on Cortez Island. <laughs> During December, one of our residents contacted Paul River because his lights were flickering and was told that the uh, system was at maximum capacity. So my question is, do we need a massive upgrade or are there less expensive ways this could be handled? I am aware that there was some trouble calls for customers in Powell River to Bliss Landing, as well as Cortez Island, that had some voltage impact in between Christmas and New Year's period. Our designer and local line manager are investigating system improvements that we can make that would remedy that. It's likely not a large project that's required. There's three phases that serve Cortez Island. And so it was customers on one of those phases that were experiencing lower than expected voltage. So it could be a simple adjustment at the substation, or it could also be the addition of equipment between the substation and Cortez Island that would help regulate that voltage. The equipment is actually called a voltage regulator, and it looks like a bank of transformers within the, the power line. Is there anything you would like to add? Yeah, so recently our crews have been very busy with the weather event, particularly snow. And whenever we're responding to trouble in snow, it tends to be a bit of a slower response. The roads are not easy to travel on. It takes longer to get to the location that we're traveling. And it, it's often a prolonged event where our crews really started on Christmas on the 24th. And it wasn't until Sunday that the Campbell River District crews had all that trouble cleared up with the re-energization of passes and ballast. So our crews have been very busy this season. And what I'm hearing from the field and from the vegetation crews that accompany our power line technicians out in the field is that much of the damage that we saw was tree related. It was branches or trees that had fallen on the line but they weren't your typical damaged or hazard trees as we would have identified. They were otherwise healthy trees that just couldn't withstand that extra weight caused by the snow and then the freezing rain. Tree-related outages are what the majority of outages are in the province of BC, but unfortunately the work that we do year round to prevent them doesn't prevent all of those outages. And it's those more extreme weather events that we see healthy trees fail. Um, so the good news <laughs> is that our vegetation crews have an extensive hazard tree removal project starting on both Quadra and Cortez Islands in April. So they've already been out in inventory trees and contractors will be on site to remove trees they identify as hazards. So that's trees that are growing in 
the power lines that could result in outages in the future. So by taking care of them, it certainly does help prevent those unplanned outages. This is an interesting story. In 2018, we had a really large wind event that had followed a bunch of rain. So essentially everything south of Campbell River was hit really hard with footages. I think it was 750,000 customers at one time. Perhaps it was more than that, actually. So we had crews that traveled over from the interior and the lower mainland. This is just right before Christmas in 2018, after customers had been out for a few days. And so they made it over and they were out in the field and customers were coming out up to them at their bucket trucks. And they, they were expecting off of them my power's out but no customers were thanking them they were bringing them coffee they were bringing them chicken wings and nachos they made so generally speaking our crews are treated really well when they're in the field with a great level of respect but it is hard when you've been out of power for a few days and your day-to-day life is really different than what it normally looks like you're you're cold and you're cranky and you you just want to have your warm meal made on your stove and a, a warm place to go to sleep. But generally speaking, I think bank and customers are understanding. We have the highest true count kilometer utility line anywhere in North America. And I don't think anybody on Cortez Island can deny that. <laughs> so I guess we have to empathize with those people that aren't happy. But generally speaking, people do treat our crews in the field quite well. You are appreciated. I don't think I've heard anything bad about the BC Hydro Cruise. And I hear lots bad about other people. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. You've been listening to an interview with Carla Lowers from BC Hydro Media Relations about the challenges of keeping the grid up on Cortez Island during the recent cold snap. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye. <laughs>